At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by Betham Jim. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host is on East Coast out in Boston is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Tuesday, my man. So much to get to today. Uh, I know it's not March Madness. Luckily, we'll have you know Greg Hoops-Peterson come and join us in a little bit, talk about these early Sweet 16 numbers, get into the most outstanding player odds. But we do have some of these you know, CBI, NIT, basketball classic games tonight. Uh, again, keeping in mind that you know, in some of these tournaments, you play these true home games like mm-hmm. came through last night with Coastal Carolina. A lot to get to NFL news as well. But, Pritch, give me one second here to lament the Miami Heat last night. Right. I think this is a perfect example of how difficult sports betting is. Remember that game we saw early on there was a line move dog to favorite toward the Heat at Philadelphia. They opened getting, you know, one and a half points. They flipped to a one and a half point favorite dog to fave. It's a really rest versus tired spot. Third game in four days for Philly. And then we were saying, okay, probably Embiid might sit. Now, when we were doing the show, Pritch, that minus one and a half crept up all the way to minus four. Embiid and both Harden are out. The line creeps up even higher to minus eight. So we always talk about CLV, closing line value, always by comparing what you get a number at versus what it closes at. And if you consistently get better numbers, that's the mark of you reading the market correctly and being on kind of the right track of all your plays. But this is why sports betting is difficult, Pritch. I money line the heat when they're only minus 140. They close minus 330. What happens? They lose outright. So, again, uh, I think this is kind of why the NBA, to me, if you talk to me about, like, NHL, uh, NBA, and college basketball right now, to me, this is why the NBA is one of the hardest sports to bet on. But just goes to show you, you can – you know, identify a sharp play. You can beat the closing line and you yeah. can still lose. Now, other times, you know, what if you bet the Sixers, 
getting two points, they close plus eight. You get beat by the closing line, but you still win your bet. So again, I wouldn't let that you know discourage you. Like if you're on the heat like me last night, we read that line perfectly. But sometimes in betting sports, uh, Pritch, uh, things don't break your way. Just a really tough beat for those who got a good number on the Miami Heat last yeah, night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh, one thing to keep in mind, too, though, is the dynamic, though, in the NBA right now. Because you have so many teams, whether they're number one seed, number two seed, or they're qualified for the playoffs, you have, you're down the stretch right now. And so you, you've gone through this long season. And when do you start to gear up for the playoffs, right? Uh, and, you know, you look at Harden and uh, Embiid sitting, but yet you got to get your complement of players and you certainly have to get your role players up to speed. And uh, you give credit to the 76ers and that the role players really stepping out there on the floor and giving that kind of effort. Uh, whereas Miami, uh, you know, look, we've we've dodged a bullet a, a few times in terms of uh, serious injuries, and and now we're getting closer and closer to the finish line. So I think that dynamic is playing out a lot uh, in the NBA right now. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, you know, you're almost seeing it like in the NHL with the trade deadline now passing and the teams that loaded up versus the teams that didn't. Obviously, mm -hmm. the NBA deadline is behind us, but uh, these are the teams that, hey, you know, it's not like you don't want to say the T word tanking because Adam Silver will <laughs> oh, find no. you half a million oh, no. dollars here. Uh, but there are differing motivations for these right. different teams. And um, again, think of it this way like anytime I see a huge inflated line, like, you know, when the line got all the way to minus eight and you're laying a 330, then okay, to me, the value is kind of gone there on the money line. Mm -hmm. We always talk about Pritch, do you want to buy low on the other side? side now i thought everything lined up perfectly for the heat but what if you did wait it out and you could get it all the way to a plus eight buy on the plus eight there with uh with the sixers that's another way to approach these bets but pritch overall i just can't believe the heat everything lined up for you perfectly you lose to no mb no harden uh again it's tough if you got that good clv clv doesn't count as winners pritch but it does show that you're reading the market correctly. and here i thought you're going to start the show ranting about your state uh and not uh getting closer <laughs> and closer to legalizing uh, sports betting but uh we'll get back to the NBA for sure, Josh. Uh, but let's get to the NFL, the news uh, on the, in the NFC South. Uh, and the reason why we're talking about it is because these odds are extraordinary. When you look at this division, uh, we got the news about Jameis Winston going back on a two-year deal. Uh, we got the news uh, about um, Marcus Mariota. Certainly, we did that on the show. Uh, and then Leonard Fournette goes back to the Buccaneers on a three-year contract. Okay, the Buccaneers clearly uh, looking like they want to get back to that Super Bowl situation. But the other teams in the NFC South, when you go over the odds, uh, they're kind of interesting to me because you got the Saints at plus 500. Uh, uh, there for the NFC South odds. You got the Panthers 10 to 1, and then you got the Falcons 12 to 1, too. So you think about this division, right? Listen to this, Josh. So if you go over to NFC, uh, the, all the divisions, right, there's locks. The Buccaneers are a lock probably for the playoffs. The Packers are probably a lock for the playoffs. The Cowboys are probably a lock for the playoffs. And then the Rams. Outside of that, I mean, Mariota's not moving the needle. Winston's not moving the needle if he's even ready for the beginning of the season. You go through all the divisions, like even Kyler Murray and his contract situation, the Seattle Seahawks, who knows what the 49ers are going to do. And then you got the NFC East that is a mess, too, when it comes to what's going on with a lot of those organizations. So uh, there's three spots up for grabs when it comes to those wild card situations, Josh. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these teams jockey for position as we get closer and closer to the season. 
And you're totally right, Pritch. You know, I'll throw the Buffalo Bills in there because that's another team that has a minus number in front of their odds to win their division right now. The Bills in the AFC East, minus 200. Patriots, Dolphins, plus 325, plus 600. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to your point, you know, sticking with that NFC South, uh, there was some movement based on yesterday. So as you mentioned, Mariota didn't move the needle at all. I actually think the Falcons are plus 1,100 going into uh, before the trade of Matt Ryan. Now they're plus 1,200, so they've fallen off a little bit. Uh, Cordell Patterson was actually, it was funny, he was tweeting out, I might have to be the quarterback here. So uh, no Cordell Patterson, you know, still a Swiss Army knife here. But I think to your point, um, this makes me just continue to like the, the Buccaneers to win this division. They actually did move. I don't know if it was the betting across America steam or just obviously this trade here with some of these teams getting worse. But we did the show yesterday. Bucks were minus 280 to win their division. Now they're up to minus 300. And again, Leonard Fournette signing with the Bucs, uh, bringing in Logan Ryan, another veteran type safety who I think was a big benefit and boost uh, to this secondary. Uh, also bringing in Russell Gage, uh, Shaq Mason to help your offensive line. And of course, Brady, it all stems off of Brady returning here. So I think when it comes to these futures, Pritch, you know, the ones that I feel like the line's going to get even worse or climb even higher, I want to bet now. Like, again, mm-hmm. the Bucks to me, even though you say minus 300, tie up our bankroll for, uh, you know, six-plus months here, maybe not the most uh, exciting thing to do. But what if that 300 quickly becomes minus 400? It's right. almost like the NFL draft, like with Trevor Lawrence, where at one point he was minus 400. You blink your eyes, he's minus 1,000. So, to me, the Bucks are a play. The Packers are a play. Uh, but if you're not in one of those divisions where you feel like you have a clear edge, I would wait this thing out. Let's con- continue to see how the draft comes in. Then I want to get some bet versus dollar discrepancy plays once people uh, start to bet these win totals when they fully drop. But Pritch, how do you not take the Bucks minus 300? I mean, I, it feels like this is a cakewalk in their division. Well, yeah, I mean, you got Brady back. Uh, certainly looks like a, a cakewalk. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers, too, in that particular division. Uh, the Cowboys gets interesting a little bit because you got the, the Eagles who made the playoffs. And, you know, who knows what they do in the draft, certainly uh, with the drafting situation that they have too, they can mightily improve. Uh, and then the Rams. Uh, the Rams are probably going to run away with that uh, NFC West division as well. Uh, let's get to the madness, though, Josh, because we have a bet on the board, too. Um, when you look at the most outstanding player, uh, we got Greg Hoops Peterson coming up in our next segment, but I want to preview this with you. Uh, the odds here, Drew Timmy is plus 300. Um, Baji, the other guy who really could really stand out because uh, Kansas has an easy road, we think, right? Uh, plus 900. I don't know about Holmgren yet. He's got to show up to this party, 10 to 1. And then Gillespie uh, at 22 to 1 as well. You know, Timmy's coming off uh, two games back-to-back uh, in, in which he scored over 25 points, had a ton of rebounds too. So uh, there you go right there, Timmy leading the way, most outstanding player odds. What do you think? Yeah, so I think if you're starting with the Gonzaga guys, and again, most outstanding player, kind of like the Super Bowl MVP, it's going to go to the team that wins it all here. So you do have Gonzaga plus 320 favorite to cut down the nets. I would lean Timmy over um, over Chet Holmgren. I know you're getting a better payout on Chet Holmgren, mm-hmm. but we did get these bet first dollar splits from BetMGM. Timmy's getting 5.1% of bets, but 6.4% of money. He opened five to one. He's down three to one. Uh, you look at Chet Holmgren, it's kind of the other way. He's getting 5% of bets, only 3% of money. He opened nine to one. Now he's 10 to one. So the money in the line is moving toward Timmy here. But I would keep an eye out for uh, our buddy Benedict Mathurin here on Arizona Pritch. Remember at at the end of the game, his teammate ran up to him and said, best player in the country, best player in the country. Well, he has a notable uh, bet versus dollar discrepancy, one of the best on the board. He's only getting 4.6% of bets, but 10.4% of the money. He opened 9-1, to he's down 8-1, to so he intrigues me a little bit. But the most liability for the books, Pritch, is Jaden Ivey. Now, can the Purdue Boilermakers make it to the finals and win it all? You know, obviously they're not the favorite here, but he's getting 11% of tickets. 
tickets, 16% of the money, the most tickets or money of any player here on the board. He opened 25 to one. He's down to 12 to one. To me, Timmy's the obvious play here, but keep an eye on Mathurin. And if you're looking for a long shot, Ivy's got a really good liability play for the books. Yeah, I mean, but you're looking at this guy on the board, Abaji, uh, plus 900. You know, he got some great advice in terms of going back to school and not entering the NBA and all that, which is outstanding. Uh, but he's a player of the year kind of candidate, uh, certainly. Um, but Josh, you look at Kansas and their road, too. They get by Providence. Uh, they're going to meet either Iowa State or, or Miami. Uh, and okay, self, we'll see what type of coach he is for sure. But I don't know. It just seems like a nice bet right there for Abaji at plus 900 because just because of the path, uh, they're going to need him for sure. But the path for Kansas uh, to get to the finals. I think that's a great point by you, Pritch. So Kansas does have the second best odds to cut down the Nets, plus mm -hmm. 425 right now, trailing obviously only Gonzaga. Actually, they fell. Now they're down to plus 220 here yeah. uh, at DraftKings. But I would say to your point, you have a kind of a, a good path here for Kansas. They were a one seed that kind of got overlooked a little bit. Now, Pritch, Providence has been your team all season long, right. so I don't know if we're going to take the points there with that <laughs> one. But uh, if you think Kansas can get by them, uh, I do think there is you know a play here on Abaji. I'm looking at his numbers now, 9.7% of bets. 9.4% of money. So not a huge bet versus dollar discrepancy play, but a big line move. He opened the tournament 17 to one now down to nine to one. So that could be another flyer that, you know, you could consider as a most outstanding player. Yeah, it really is great odds in, in terms of what Kansas and their odds for the championship. So we'll get to that with Greg Hoops Peterson. So maybe a logical bet right there. If you want that correlation, uh, this segment was brought to you by KFC. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. Wow, that sounds really good, Josh Applebaum. I'm not going to lie. Uh, come up next on the program, Greg Hoops Peterson. I'll get his thoughts on the two opening rounds uh, and preview the uh, Sweet 16 as well. Greg Hoops Peterson, come up next right here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. 
on the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, please call 1 800 522 Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And it's a pleasure to bring on to the program Greg Peterson, host of the VSIN's The Greg Peterson Experience, Coast to Coast Hoops podcast host as well. Greg, how are you? I'm doing great, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me. And we are down to just 16 teams in search for a title, though. You've got a few others trying to battle it out for other championships and other banners as well. Well, absolutely. We couldn't wait to get you onto the program today because we wanted to get your thoughts uh, after the first weekend of the dance of the tournament. I I think we got great matchups in the Sweet 16. But leading into that, uh, just your overall thoughts uh, of the dance so far. I think once again, it shows that defense wins championships in college basketball. Now, you did wind up seeing North Carolina and Michigan be able to get by, but you take a look at all the teams seated one through six that wound up losing on that crazy day of college basketball with Kentucky going down, UConn going down, all those teams. The commonality that they all had with those one through six seeds that wound up going down 
all outside the top 30 in terms of defensive efficiency. And I think that just really does show it this year. Even a team like St. Peter's, which, I mean, it's stunning that we've got St. Peter's still alive. But, I mean, they're a top 25 defense with regards to points allowed on a per-possession basis. So, I do think that it, once again, just speaks to the importance of being able to play defense this time of year. Because jump shooting, that comes and goes. But defense travels significantly better. Greg, it's so great to talk to you, and we're all able to catch our breath a little bit and then get ramped up. Uh, bet some of these, you know, CBI basketball classic in the meantime. But, yeah. Greg, you know, you're talking about uh, defensive efficiency, and the first team that comes to mind is Texas Tech. Ken Palm has Texas Tech, the number one defensive efficiency team in all of college basketball. And I'm seeing kind of a fishy number that I kind of want to money line Texas Tech against Duke. Now, what's notable to me is public as of now, and again, take it with a grain of salt, we still have a few days left for these bets to build up and the public to really get down on these games. But I'm seeing about 65% of bets on the Dukies. Coach K's last year, love them or hate them, they get a lot of betting attention here. Only about a third of bets on Texas Tech, but they're still minus one. So I think it's like, hey, how do you not take the Dukies uh, with this, you know, Coach Coach K's final hurrah, grab the one here. But Greg, Ken Palm has Houston, or sorry, Texas Tech winning by one point. He's got them ranked higher, six versus nine. This looks like a fade the trendy dog play to me. What do you think about this one? Any thoughts on Texas Tech and Duke? Yep, I like the defense of Texas Tech, and I don't like the current form of defense with Duke. They looked a little bit better in the final five minutes of that game against Michigan State, but Michigan State, a team that really didn't have that star player all season long, and I said Texas Tech is a two and a half point favorite personally. I think that Texas Tech is the better team, and you speak to it, Coach K's last hurrah. Is this going to be a case in which it winds up motivating these Duke guys? Is it going to be a case in which you're going to be coming out and it's going to help them play their best? Or does it cause them to rise crater a little bit? Maybe the pressure of not wanting to let down Coach Kane his final game. Well, maybe that does lead to them letting him down a little bit. So I think that that is so fascinating. I'm going to be taking a look at Texas Tech personally, and I'm probably going to be taking a look at this a little bit later because you mentioned it. Got to think that there's going to be a lot of money that piles in on Duke within the next few days. Maybe this winds up getting down to a pick em. Maybe they get to be a money line underdog because right now, like you're seeing, I'm seeing Texas Tech laying a point and I'm seeing everyone and their brothers saying, oh, this is a great play for Texas, for Duke. So I do think that that's the way to look. I'm going to be on Texas Tech. We're visiting with uh, Greg Peterson, uh, host of Coast to Coast Hoops podcast. Outstanding podcast right there. You can follow him on Twitter at GUnit underscore 81 uh, as well. So, Greg, uh, I'm having conflict in my brain. Uh, and maybe you can help me out because I I've seen Arizona up close to Pac-12 championship. I saw them go down to my buffs. Uh, I, I saw them not have a challenging non-conference schedule. Uh, but I also see them get a friendly whistle. Uh, along the way here, uh, but I, I love this Houston team too. Uh, we had some line movement. It went up to two. I think we're on, on the board right now, minus one and a half to Arizona, 145 to total. Your overall thoughts uh, on this matchup uh, with the Arizona Wildcats here? I think that you've got to be checking in on the status of Kirk Carissa. If he's closer to 100%, that helps out Arizona. If he plays less than he wound up doing in the round of 32 game, that helps out Arizona as well because you could just tell that when he was out there on the floor, he just did not look like himself. You could tell that he was sort of being forced out there probably before he should have with that injury. But with that said, this is an Arizona team that they are just a wagon on offense at this point. Mm -hmm. 80 plus points in 10 out of their last 11 games. They're going to score no matter what. They've got Christian Coloco down low, 
who I think is just absolutely amazing, two and a half blocks per contest. And really, when you take a look at Keys at Arizona, you've got a ton of them, but I think that Christian Coloco is really sort of a heart and soul guy because he dictates everything that they want to do on defense. He's a guy that just does an amazing job in the post. And then you take a look at the flip side for Houston. They've got all the great metrics. They've got the coaching advantage as well. Kelvin Sampson has done an amazing job. Really, their best win might have actually came in the round of 32 this year against Illinois. They haven't played as stiff of competition as Arizona has. So that is something that I always think that you've got to be taking a little bit of note into. I do trust in Arizona in this spot. I'm going to be willing to lay the one and after two. I do mind saying Arizona is a three-point favorite. I certainly am going to be taking a look to see what we wind up getting throughout the week, though. And a big thing with Arizona as well. Getting back to defense, a top 30 team with yards points a lot on a per possession basis, but 70 plus give it up in, I believe, now four out of their last five. Greg, let me throw another one at you that I'm really monitoring. It's the most lopsided play, according to a lot of these betting percentages from BetMGM and DraftKings. It's your 11 versus 10 matchup, your Iowa State versus your Miami play here. Now, some books actually open Iowa State, you know, a small one-point favorite or kind of a pick-em type game. I've seen a lot of steam hit Miami. Miami's now all the way up to minus 2.5. Now, what's notable to me is, you know, if you want to go contrarian, again, Iowa State right now is only getting like 15 20% of bets. No one believes in them. No one wants to sweat them. To me, obviously, this is one of the best times of year to go contrarian contrarian and you know put on that hazmat suit and pick one of these gross dogs i also like the fact that ken palm is iowa state winning this game by one point he's got him ranked higher 37 versus 42 and of all the teams left in the big dance here iowa state has the second best defensive efficiency uh, only behind texas tech so what do you think greg do you agree with the move toward miami do you think this is a play now where we buy low on iowa state plus two and a half looks like it may be coming back down to two I agreed a little bit with the move because I did wind up saying Miami is a two-point favorite. So when it was Iowa State minus one, you were getting tremendous value with the Hurricanes. You were able to get Miami getting a point if you wound up going on the money line with them being a little bit closer to even juice. That's actually relatively good value. I set this line at two personally. Now that we're at two and a half, the value is just completely gone with Miami, in my opinion. I think that this is a case in which a lot of people take a look at the way that Miami wanted playing against Auburn, and they're thinking, oh, boy, offense looks solid. They held down Auburn, and they look at the way that Iowa State won, and they're like, yeah, Iowa State won, but that was a butt-ugly game in which Wisconsin went one out of the first 21 from three-point range, and I think that that leads to a relatively good look at the under. Miami's all of a sudden been able to play a little bit more defense. You've seen it in the first two games of the NCAA tournament, despite the fact that they have won four out of, I believe, like 33, because they wound up going in that first game against USC, something like one of 15 from three-point range. They won three of 15 in that second game against Auburn, so they have not been able at the broadside of a barn, but that's exactly what Iowa State does well. They force turnovers. They cut off the three-point line. I think that this is going to be a slow, grimy game in which you're not going to be able to get a lot of points. I set my total at 130, so I do like that for the under. That said, it's once again a case of which Miami on the opening number, they presented some value right now at 2.5. I like Iowa State. Hoops, what about the chances of St. Peter's getting inside this big number against Purdue? Are they up against it? I mean, it's one thing to talk about how tough you are, but then it's another uh, to see the size advantage for Purdue on the other side. 
Well, they've been able to do it all season long. This is a team that against the spread, second best cover rate in all of college basketball, 22 and nine against the spread. Casey Undefu lies here, led all of college basketball in terms of block shots per game. It's a Purdue team that they have covered two out of their last 12 games, and those have been their last two games. It's a Purdue team that just doesn't play a lot of defense. St. Peter's, are they going to be able to win the game outright? Be able to go to the Elite Eight. I just don't think that that is in the cards for them. But that said, double digits, I feel like it's a little bit disrespectful for a St. Peter's team that they got a little bit of a slow start to the season because a lot of guys were in the transfer portal decided to come back. So I do think that you've got solid value here with St. Peter's. I like the double digits. Greg, before we get out of here, I just got one question. I know College Hoops is on you know the front burner here, but do you have your MLB spreadsheet ready? Are you excited and ready for baseball? Oh, I have got it ready. I've been taking a look at guys that wound up getting unlucky with their fielding independent with regards to expected batting average and everything. Been doing that late night. So absolutely, I am good to go. He's got you covered. Uh, you're amazing, Greg. I really enjoy having you on the program. Uh, bring some great insight, great info for the audience uh, each and every time. Uh, again, the Greg Peterson experience here on Beeson Coast to Coast Hoops podcast host as well. Thanks a lot, Greg. That was awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. Take care right there. Greg Hoops Peterson. We'll have to pick his brain on baseball, too, right? Yeah, let's get Greg, Josh Towers. I can't wait, Pritch. Sox got Trevor's story. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh, let's um, get into some NBA futures. Uh, we're down the stretch in the association. That's next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum the Sports Betting Network. Zen Nicotine Pouches is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Just open a child-restraint lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your zen. Visit zen.com, that's C-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find zen nicotine pouches near you. Nic zen nicotine pouches are available for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. Betting across America, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. So the association, Josh, we're going to get into some conference futures here in a second. Um, but I want to go over this game, Bulls and the Bucks. Uh, you know, it's interesting because the Bucks are on this win streak, right? Uh, at least in their last 10, 8-2 and in the last 10, uh, tied for second in the East with the 76ers. Uh, and then the Bulls got back on track, a great effort. But that dynamic we talked about at the beginning of the show with Donovan, a new coach, and, okay, you got new players too, now down the stretch – uh, and jockeying for positions. So I'm expecting a pretty decent effort with the Bulls on the back-to-back, -back, but it's a highway drive up there. Uh, so Milwaukee and the Bucks. But the Bucks, if Giannis is good to go, he's got that knee situation. Uh, Middleton's going to be out. Um, but what do you think of this game right here? Even the Middleton out, the Bucks laying eight. 
Yeah, so definitely some injuries to watch here. Middleton out. Giannis, I believe he's probable now. And you did see mm -hmm. this line at one point. It was as low as minus five and a half bucks. Now they're all up to minus eight. I think it may get an eight and a half, to, depending on the way this line continues to move. Public is all over the bucks in this spot. You do have a injury to watch here for Chicago as well. Zach Levine is questionable. Lonzo Ball still continues to be out. Uh, so the early move was obviously to the bucks with uh, Giannis looking like he's going to play here. Although kind of at eight, it's kind of a line freeze-ish type situation, Pritch. It's very contrarian here. You're only getting about 30% of bets on Chicago. If you can wait it out, find an eight and a half. I think you may be able to get it. I'm intrigued a little bit by the Bulls. Now, you do worry a little bit. Not a huge travel spot, but they did play last night. And then mm -hmm. you look at uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. They've been off since the 19th. So that's a pretty good you know, rest versus tired spot in favor of the Bucks here. Now, there was a scheduled spot last night, obviously, with both uh, Utah over the Nets. And, of course, you know, uh, don't get me started with my PTSD from the the, the Miami Heat game, so it didn't come through that uh, those situations. I would look maybe toward the over pitch. If you get some of these guys in the lineup, some of these questionable guys, Giannis in, uh, and of course, if we can get Levine in, you know, the total here opened like 231. It's embedded up all the way to 233 and a half. So you got a lot of steam here hitting this over. Uh, you look at these overs in the NBA pitch. You know, these spread plays can be kind of erratic. Betting some of these overs has kind of been a go-to spot for me ever since we got rid of that first month where there are a lot of unders coming in, the crackdown on those on those uh, abnormal basketball movements, fewer free throws and fouls. But you do look at since February 1st, overs are 54%. You'll get what we call the high over steam, like when you're a total of 225 or more, you go up at least two points, the over's about 58%. So I'll lean over in this one. Mm -hmm. But again, in the NBA, you got to monitor these injuries because they can really affect the line. Oh, again, five and a half now up to eight with Giannis uh, expected. To yeah, play. it is up to eight, even with Middleton out. Uh, we mentioned that. But the questionable situation right there with Levine uh, is interesting. Uh, and, you know, with Levine and DeRozan on the floor, you get balanced uh, distribution and, and production right there, which would be outstanding uh, for the Bulls. Uh, I don't think the Bulls – it was a tight game earlier. Uh, I want to say it was in the 90s. Uh, I can't remember the score off the top of my head. But it was a tighter game than what this line suggests here. Uh, but and that was in Chicago. But, you know, I think, Josh, when you look at this situation, too, uh, from a player's perspective, my perspective, you know, Giannis with the knee soreness, uh, he's averaging almost 30, just at 30 points a night. Uh, but the effort from the Bulls, too, when you have this dynamic in play, even though you got Lonzo Ball out, you, OK, you still got to get ready for the playoffs. And then certainly can you get up for this type of game in a tough situation, even though it's back to back, but you're right up the road uh, to get to Milwaukee. I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just as a player thinking that we'll get that good effort from the Bulls tonight. I think you will. And, you know, Pritch, I'll defer to you. But, you know, when you're a team that has coming off a good win, you have a little mm -hmm. bit of momentum here. And now you go to Milwaukee. Now, if Milwaukee's at full strength, you're like, oh, this isn't going to be our night. Maybe we uh, they're not, not at full strength. Up, but, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Now that Middleton's out, you're saying, hey, let, we can win this game. You know, again, I think that's kind of a big motivating factor here. So, you know, my big thing here is does this eight get to eight and a half? I think yeah. if it does. You know, that creates an inflated line value play here to grab the Bulls plus the points. Um, but again, it's kind of classic, you know, public all over Milwaukee at home. But losing Middleton is, is really huge here, Pritch. And you do have Milwaukee as one of the best over teams talking about that total. Uh, you look at at home, I think they're like 20 and 16 to the over. Mm -hmm. uh, they score a lot of points. Now their totals can be inflated a bit because you get a lot of these 230s. But if we can get some of these injured guys in, we're not going to have Middleton. But if Levine's in, I'm leaning over here. And I do lean a little bit to the Bulls if we can get the hook with the eight and a half. All right. Uh, let's get to 
to the Eastern Conference uh, futures here. Uh, very interesting because my eyes go right to where Boston is, plus 700, uh, because this team is incredible right now. We've talked about this team for about a month, to be honest with you, uh, Josh. Uh, what do you think about your Celtics at plus 700? You got the Heat at plus 500. Going up the board, the 76ers, I would stay away from, plus 340. The Bucks, two, plus 280. Uh, and then here you go with the Nets uh, on top of the list here at plus 270. So if you're talking value, how do you not like the Celtics here, Pritch? Again, this is unbelievable, the turnaround that they've had. You know, you were treading water for going on two years, basically, and then for whatever reason, something clicked. Was it Kendrick Perkins calling out uh, the whole team on Twitter or Marcus Smart throwing chairs? I'm Coaching. not really sure. Coaching, yeah, and Udoka, you know, feeling more confident. He was just named uh, you know, Coach of the Month here recently. Obviously, you, you started this kind of turnaround before the trade deadline, but then when you pick up Tyson, our buddy Derek White from Colorado, uh, that really took the Celtics to another level. So they're an absolute machine right now. Uh, you're wondering if they're peaking too early as a Celtics fan. I get worried about that a little bit. But imagine this, Pritch. You know, when they were kind of dead in the water, 500, they opened at plus 2,000. Now they're down to plus 700. That is one of the biggest moves of any team on the board. They have a pretty good bet versus dollar split to win the East. 12.5% of bets, but 16% of money. And look at the standings, Pritch. You have, I think, what, four teams uh, within two and a half games of the top spot? I mean, the Celtics, at one point, they were in that purgatory of having to do the playing game. You're only two and a half games away from leading the entire Eastern Conference. So, again, my only concern is are they peaking too early? But I love what I'm seeing out of Boston. And I think what you like about them, obviously, is their defense. Number one defensive efficiency. Right. And, again, shots come and go. But if but defense travels, and if you can hang your hat on your defense, that sets you up in a pretty good position. Pritch, give me the Celtics plus 700 here. I think that's still value, even though you did miss the better number. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about, too, Josh, is just a coaching uh, when you can get the guys to commit to it that way, you get away from isolation with Tatum. Now, I do believe Tatum is an underrated superstar. I mean, the guy's averaging 27 points a game, but it's, it's quiet. Uh, they have balanced distribution production on the floor as well. Uh, they can score from the perimeter. We know what their lineup is. They have the depth as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's just one of those teams that po is poised, and it looks like they're set up to try to win and contend for that uh, Eastern Conference right there. I think so. And again, now you're saying, hey, no more like purgatory playing game. Let's win. Let's, you know, <laughs> be the number one seed here and get home court throughout. So that's something that's going to motivate this Celtics team. Now, looking at some of these other numbers, Pritch, the mm -hmm. biggest liability is the 76ers. Uh, they have the third best odds at plus 340, but they're taking in the most tickets, 21% of tickets, and the most money, 27% of money. Obviously, that's your James Harden factor right there. Now, the Bulls have been a great story. They're 20 to 1, but they're kind of tailing a bit. They're getting 15% of bets, but only 9% of money. So they're kind of in that uh that other side of a bet versus dollar split that you don't like they're getting more tickets than money that's telling me that it's mostly public wagers here hitting the bulls uh and then of course the heat who again i'm mad at from last night pritch mm -hmm. but they're getting 14 percent of bets 14 percent of money uh decent split there, kind of even and then the bucks kind of lurking in the weeds they're plus 280 they're getting 10 percent of bets 10 percent of money they open plus 425 now they're down to plus 280 so again are the east is the eastern conference winner going to be Probably, you know, the Sixers, the Bucks, the, uh, you know, maybe the Nets here, most likely. But if you're asking me value, I think it's got to be Celtics at 7-1. to one. Yeah, I agree with you right there. How about the Western Conference? Uh, should we grab the plus money right now with the Suns plus 140 prior to Chris Ball coming back? I mean, here you go. The Warriors, um, as we look at this, plus 180 now. These have changed a little bit here. So, plus 180 for the Western Conference. Uh, as opposed to with the Warriors plus 275. So we're showing the Warriors plus 180 and the Suns plus 180, uh, and then the Jazz at plus 650. 
uh, still plus money situation with the Suns without Chris Paul right now. Yeah, I think you're totally right, Pritch. Now's the time to hit uh, the Phoenix Suns right now. You still have the best record here, 58 and 14 in the NBA. But uh, this is just from a data standpoint. You open seven to one, you're down to plus 180. Mm -hmm. They're getting 33% of bets, by far the most of any team. But 47% of the money, that is massive. I mean, we're just talking Eastern Conference. No team's really above 20% in bets and dollars. You have 33% tickets. Again, almost 50% of the money. Uh, and again, with the Suns, I think you're kind of buying low on, hey, Chris Paul's going to come back. Obviously, you know, he wants his thumb to be okay. But that time off as an older player oh, can yeah. really benefit you and give him, you know, a little more juice here as you get to the playoffs. Uh, also, um, you know, Monty Williams has been there. Obviously, didn't win it last year, but you have some experience. And all these players that, you know, had to step in while, uh, you know, and again, Booker had COVID issues. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Paul's been out here for a bit. It allowed these other players, Pritch, to step in, get some experience. I think it's only going to benefit them down the road. Give me the Suns here to win the West. Yeah, I want Suns and Celtics. Where's Danny Ainge going to go with that one? I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's going to drive them nuts. That's what's going to happen. Uh, the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, it looks like for the entire season, too, and then maybe they're in the playoffs as well. Uh, we'll get back to some more NBA action as well as break down uh, win totals. Major League Baseball, all that and more coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet on more than a final score with one game parlay at BetMGM. One game parlay is designed to help you make selections within a single game from over 400 bet types, including team and player props. Log into your BetMGM account and create your best parlay before the game starts. If you're new to BetMGM, sign up today and make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 with bonus code BSEN1000. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps for rooms, restaurants, and more at MGM Resorts Nationwide. Tried one game parlay today. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets for site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. One game parlay not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, your Market Insights podcast. Again, you got to get to that each and every day. Uh, Let's get to some of your plays that you highlighted uh, in the podcast. I know you got some involvement with the NIT here. I do. So, Pritch, I think it's important this time of year, like, don't just feel like, oh, I can only bet March Madness. You know, again, we have these other little tournaments that will pay out the same unit, the same color green as any other bet Mm -hmm. on a March Madness game. So take advantage. I also think, you know, there's kind of a a good opportunity for contrarian bettors who want to bet these games because the public just biding their time till, you know, the Sweet 16. If there's a game tonight, they're going to bet on it and not really know much about it. So you have a couple really lopsided plays today that caught my eye. So the first one, Pritch, I'm looking at St. Bonaventure tonight. They're playing Virginia. This is going to be your NIT quarterfinal matchup. What jumped out to me is kind of a blueprint play. What I really like to look for a really unpopular play. So contrarian spot, St. Bonaventure, they're only getting about 20% of bets, almost 80% of money on UVA here. Public remembers, you know, deep runs and winning it all. Uh, They are at home here. That's something to keep an eye out for with these true home games. Uh, but the line move has been towards St. Bonnie's. The Bonnie's open as high as getting three and a half. They're now down to two and a half. Now, I would shop around. If you can find a three, it's still a play for me here, Pritch. Ken Palm has them losing by three, mm-hmm. uh, but it's kind of one of those public, everyone's on Virginia, yet lines going to the Bonnie's. So I like this reverse line move towards St. Bonaventure. Uh, it's also a dog low total. So when we talk about this in football, you know, it's harder for that favorite to cover with a low total of, you know, like less than 45 college you know we always always know when you look at a 123 total which by the way Pritch it opened like 126 125 so maybe we're in for one of those 60 to 62 games 
Virginia plays a lot of these low-scoring games. But again, lower-scoring game typically benefits the dog because it's harder for the favorite to cover. Uh, UVA is kind of getting crushed here on the offensive boards a little bit. They give up a lot of second-chance points. St. Bonaventure takes care of the ball. They only turn it over on 15% of their possessions. So this is a blueprint play that I got to take here, Pritch. Public all over UVA, but line going to the Bonnies. Give me the Bonnies plus three. Yeah, the Bonnies cracked me up because it's like the whole Monty Montgomery thing, right? The St. Bonaventure <laughs> Bonnies, right? So, um, okay, you're not concerned about St. Bonaventure, Bonaventure here on the road uh, consecutive times here when you're playing a team like Virginia who's really good defensively uh, in their home court, uh, Josh. That, that doesn't, you know, kind of make you nervous there at all. So it definitely makes me nervous. I'll put my faith kind of in kind of what the market is telling right. me. Again, the fact you have heavy betting with the Cavs, yet the line's going the other way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Virginia opening three and a half. Why aren't they up to four, four and a half? It's coming down here to the Bonnies. Yeah. Uh, to your point, though, you know, again, these true road games really do worry me a little bit. So I don't think it's perfect. You know, you look at in the NIT, kind of right at their historical norm, NIT home teams are 17 and seven straight up, 71%. So keep that in mind. Uh, hopefully they go 17 and eight after tonight or at least cover the number, Brent. <laughs> But to the body's credit, uh, they were a five-and-a-half-point dog against Oklahoma. You win that thing outright. Uh, to your Colorado uh, buffs there, Pritch, I know. they were a three-and-a-half-point dog in that one. They win that one. So they have traveled a bit. Uh, and, again, I, I'm looking for some payback because I bet them in their conference tournament, poor kid missed both both free throws at the end to could have cashed the money line bet there. Uh, but, again, this is a sort of play that is really a blueprint for me. Sharp, contrarian, reverse line move. Let's go Bonnie's plus three. Okay, true home court advantage here. Xavier uh, Vanderbilt, the line has ticked towards Vanderbilt, though. Uh, it opened minus three and a half. I'm showing minus two and a half uh, across the board, 143 and a half, two as a total here, Josh. Yeah, I think if you like the Bonnies, you got to like Vandy here. And if you haven't seen Scottie Pippen Jr. play, <laughs> he's, he's a pleasure to watch out there on the court. He's really good. Um, but he's all I think they got, play here, <laughs> th- That is true, hopefully. Yeah, we, hopefully his, his teammates can pitch in a little bit here, Pritch. But uh, what I would say is, you know, kind of the same sort of thing in that Virginia Bonnies game with this Xavier Vanderbilt game. Xavier's getting even more of a lopsided play, almost 85% of bets, yet they open as high as laying four, four and a half. Now you're down to two and a half. So again, it's really tough. You want to jump on these numbers a little bit earlier, Mm. but here's an angle here, Pritch, and I'll defer to you how important this may be. Xavier fired their coach. So they're waiting for Sean Miller to take over. Uh, To me, it's almost like in these bowl games in college football where, you know, where is your, where's your allegiance? If this guy recruited you, now he's let go and now Miller's taking over. I just feel like the Xavier, uh, you know, Musketeers are being a little bit overvalued here. I think the fact that you have an interim coach could really play a role here versus Vandy, uh, who's eight and three ATS on the road so far this year. Um, you know, we do have Ken Palm. He's got a four point game, so it's not really actionable value there. Uh, but Xavier has allowed 68 points or more. This is from our buddy Greg Hoops 68 or more in 11 of their last 12 games. Vandy has scored 69 or more in 14 of their last 16. So I'll go with this line move. I'll take Vandy here. You would have wanted to get something closer to a four. Uh, but Pritch, I'll defer to you. How weird or different, or am I making more of it than I should be? What do you think about that weird interim coach factor waiting for Sean Miller to take over? You know, as a player, I've never had that interim coach factor. Like I've, I've known of a coach that's going to get fired at the end of the year. All right. And and so I guess he was interim, if you think about it that way. Um, you know, I, I think the dynamic could be in play right there for sure. Absolutely. And then also, you know, you got Vandy, the SEC. I mean, all that mantra, too. But the whole thing about Vandy, though, uh, one and six in the last seven.
seven games on the road. Again, a true home court advantage in these situations. Maybe that neutralizes itself right there because of the situation with uh, Xavier. So, uh, you know, that's a good point, though. I mean, a chance to grab points, too. You just mentioned Vandy uh, and their ATS record on the road as well, though. I think that's impressive. Yeah, and I think, you know, if you're getting the two and a half now, obviously you're getting the worst of it. But yeah. I would say, you know, this game is 9 o'clock. It's a late-night game pitch. You're going to get a lot of betting here continued throughout the day. Does that two and a half tick back up to three? I don't think there's much value in grabbing the two and a half right now because, um, you know, are you going to see a little bit of buyback? Are there respected wise guys who say, hey, it was four and a half, four. Now it's two and a half. It's a low watermark number. Let's hit that and move it back up. So I guess my point here is, you know, if you only have a two and a half available to you, wait it out. I think that three may pop up by the time you get to nine o'clock tonight. All right. There you go with the college basketball NIT. Uh, right there. Nice job, Josh. Uh, okay, Adam Burke's going to be on the program tomorrow. Uh, an outstanding Major League Baseball analyst. I cannot wait for that appearance. But let's preview the American League win totals. I saw you pick up the sheet uh, at the Superbook uh, there, Josh, uh, while you were in town. Uh, what stands out to you in terms of win totals? Let's start with the American League here. Yeah, so first off, I just, you know, took a screenshot, tweeted that out. It would call it like wildfire. I got people, you know, I like this team, that team, this team. Yeah. So uh, I love that there's so much excitement for baseball here. I'll give you two teams right off the bat. And again, Adam Burke will be coming in tomorrow. Can't wait to pick his brain. He's fantastic at MLB amongst all other sports. But the Blue Jays, I know it's chalky, mm -hmm. Pritch. I know it's kind of like that low-hanging fruit play that sounds too good to be true. But give me the over 91 and a half. I love their offseason and what they've done. So uh, you did lose um, Trevor Simeon and Robbie Ray, but you really offset that with number one, uh, signing Jose Barrios, signing Kevin Gosman. You still have uh, Ryu, Alec Manoa, Kachuki you pick up from Seattle. So it used to be that, you know, the Jays were just this big offensive bunch that would beat you, you know, 10 to 8, 12 to 10. I think their pitching is going to be pretty decent this year. They really added to their rotation. Now you get George Springer, who was, you know, oft injured pretty much all of last year. Listen to this lineup, Pritch. Springer, Bichette, Vladdy Jr., oh, yeah. Teoscar Hernandez, <laughs> Gurriel. They bring in Chapman. They just mm -hmm. re-signed him to a two-year deal. Uh, Gritchick, Biggio, Jansen. I love this lineup. I love this team. Uh, they went 91-71 and 71 last year. You're telling me they can't be one win better than last year after all the moves that they've made? And I'll throw this out there. I believe Adam Burke mentioned this, but... COVID, the, you know, Canada still has really strict guidelines here. So if there are situations where, you know, and again, they sh hopefully they're not playing in Florida or, you know, have, you know, they're homeless like they were last year. But if you have to go up to Canada and some of these people who aren't vax players maybe aren't allowed to play as betters, that's a competitive advantage here to the Jays. Give me the Jays over 91 and a half wins. Okay, Boston, your, your Red Sox was such a surprise last year. Uh, anybody anticipating that happening again this year? 84 and a half year on the board. So I would say uh, not great news with Chris Sale. He's yeah. dealing with an issue. I feel like they didn't really do much to uh, you know improve their pitching staff. Eduardo Rodriguez left. Uh, I would say, though, Trevor Story, like finally my Red Sox, ever since, uh, you know, Hyam Bloom took over, he, he's treating the Red Sox like the Rays, low money team, you know, low money moves, focusing on the draft. Finally, you act like the Red Sox and spend some money bringing in Trevor Story here. So uh, I'll probably bet a lot of Red Sox overs. I do lean over 84 and a half. Uh, not one of my favorite plays here, Pritch. I'll give you one right as we're leaving. Mm -hmm. Seattle Mariners over, over 85 and a half. They were 90 and 72 last year. They picked up Frazier, Suarez, Jesse Winker, yeah. Robbie Ray. The Mariners are a team I'm pretty high on. Give me the over 85 and a half with Seattle. Along with all those prospects, too, that led them to that record last year. You just mentioned it. 90 wins uh, for a team that just was loaded uh, with youngsters right there. So uh, looking forward to Major League Baseball. Again, looking forward to Adam Burke and his appearance as well on the program tomorrow. Great job, Josh. Good luck tonight. Good luck, Rich. See you tomorrow. Absolutely. Sounds good. Um, the Edge coming up next right here on v the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.